This is the EMG Podcast. Hey, what's up, everybody? This is Tommy, and you are back for another episode of Planning Tips on the EMG Podcast, and I'm sitting across from Mr. Michael Sawpaw, or better known as the other Mike, sometimes. And it's we, that's right. We are across from each other. Yeah. We are back in person, ladies and gentlemen. That is right. And we're coming to you today with... Uh, with war stories, we've we've returned home quite literally with stories from the war and experience about how to book your wedding vendors virtually. That's right. We've uh, we've had a lot of questions. We've had a lot of meetings with prospective couples, and uh, we've put together a list of uh, I think we have seven here, Mike, of uh, highly uh, sophisticated, uh, in, insightful tips. Right. Yeah. I mean, we at least we think so. We're coming. Uh, we're coming back <laughs> home here after three or four months of not being in the office, uh, feeling uh, like we have a pretty good um, handle and and can offer now some experience and some tips that we would not have been able to about four months ago. Just to give you some insight, we've done over two hundred. 200 uh, postponements. We've done over 200 postponements, yeah, uh, which and required a lot of, of meeting, but we've also done a lot of new a bookings. Lot of pro- a lot of right. new bookings as well. So between uh, between the postponements and the new bookings, we've had a lot of, like Mike said, a lot of uh, experience with the virtual stuff. So uh, let's get to it. Let's give the people some, uh, some juice here. All Ready? right. Yeah, go ahead. Take, All right. So I'm going to take number floor, one. Um, uh, here's the, 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 the number one tip I think I can make is choose video over phone. So uh, video is, it, it's very accessible. You know, there's Zoom, there's Skype, there's FaceTime, there's... If you have the option to do video to meet with a wedding vendor, uh, choose that over a phone option for several reasons, Mike. So why don't you, why don't you tell us some? Well, look, I, I think prior, even before you get to this, prior to uh, shutting down the office, I mean, we always used to push for in-person, in person. right? Because right. not only do we think it gives you a better sense of us and kind of bringing you into our world and our office here, but, you know, there's nothing like face-to-face, right? And so in moving to a virtual setting, don't lose the face-to-face capacity, right? Definitely go with video. Um, You know, you want to imagine booking your venue over the phone. Visuals just work better, right? You you can't do that over the phone. And I can tell you, I've had, I don't know if you've, I've talked to a ton of couples between now and March, Mm -hmm. back in March, who have actually booked their wedding venue since quarantine happened. Having never been there. Having never been there. Right. And so I've been asking them, like, how did that process work for you? And almost every single one that has had to do that came back with glowing reviews. Oh my God, it was way better than I thought it was. You know, the venues were very accommodating. They Mm -hmm. were able to tour us right through, you know, on, uh, on, on virtual. And I, I was like blown away. So, um, yeah, it's, uh, it's just, it's just better. Yeah. We know, uh, it's funny. I have a friend that works for uh, a company that does like 360 video. You ever go on and you click, um, like you can go to a beach in California, even though you're here yeah. in New York or New Jersey yeah. and you can get a 360 panoramic view. So that my friend's company kind of took off locally, uh, because local wedding venues were calling them saying, can you please come in and like capture this so that we can walk, our clients can digitally kind of walk through the venue. So, uh, take solace in the fact of knowing that all of your wedding the vendors, whether it be the venue or your your individual vendors, um, have changed the way that we do things to make video calling more accessible. Right. Right? Okay. Yeah. Number two. This is your domain. Content is king, yeah, ladies is. and gentlemen. In general, it's king, okay? But especially in the virtual environment. You want to look at the quality of a vendor's work through the content that they put out. Now, yeah. I'll, I'll walk you through this from an entertainment standpoint. Um, our 
services, whether they be DJ band enhancements, they lend themselves to content, right? We can we can capture live audio uh, of our our talent, right? We yeah. can we can capture video of our stuff, and we are maniacal in the way that we do that. So when you look at band videos on our website. All of the audio that you're hearing, whether it be actually on a job or you know in a in a on a sound stage, so to speak, it's yeah. all live audio. Yeah, right? that's right. And so, even though you might not be able to go and hear a band live, uh, you're going to be able to hear what they sound like live through quality content. Yeah. Um, and other other vendors can do this as well. I mean, even you know if you're a cake uh, shop, show me what your cakes look like. Put a nice video together. Tell me how your cakes are made. I might not be able to get there and and you know, meet you face to face or, or taste it. But I, I certainly want to know sort of your process, um, you know, and what makes you, you special. I, I don't think there's any better time to, um, to invest in, in, in looking at a vendor's content because it's accessibility, right? You want to be able to make sure that like their, their brand is matching and what they're pitching you essentially and their philosophies are all in line and their content has to match that. And I just, I don't think there's any better time to take a look at that stuff because it's going to be helpful in your, in your search. Yeah. And you want to look for work, uh, excuse me, you want to look for content that is authentic of yeah, the work, meaning absolutely. Uh, anyone can put a photo up of a packed dance floor, a beautiful floral arrangement, right? Anybody, anyone can do that. But it's where is the authenticity beyond that, right? Yeah. Let me, I want to get a sense of, of this company's philosophies through their content beyond just a, a pretty photo. So you're looking for the quality of their work through quality content because content is king, T. Yeah. That's See what for, I did there? I brought the, it, it's a big yeah, circle. It's full circle. All as, right. As branding. Uh, number three. Is. Number three. Number three. Okay. I'll take this one. Uh, look, whether I. Whether you do this virtually, in person, or whatever, but especially virtually, it still gives you uh, the ability to ask all the same questions. So uh, I highly suggest doing so. Don't temper anything that uh, you would have asked in person or over the phone. If you're doing a video chat, you know, ask what the vendor's philosophies are. It's a, it's a way to gauge transparency and that authenticity through mm-hmm. the way, through conversation, build a rapport, and things like that. So uh, one of the things... I think um, I'm big on philosophy. I know we are here, mm-hmm. to, you know, just in, at, in, uh, at EMG in general. A vendor's philosophy a lot of times will lend itself to um, helping you make your your best decision. Because if you align on philosophy, right? If if the vendor is going to approach your event in the way that makes sense to you, you're going to build a rapport, right? It's gonna it's gonna be in line with your vision. You th- it, it, you're gonna essentially be able to build a trust with that vendor on a collaboration. Sure. And essentially the name of the game is trusting them to show up and actually executing on that vision, right? So um, that that's probably my biggest point on that. But the philosophy becomes really important because of those 200 plus weddings that we've rescheduled in the last three months, yeah. not one of those brides and or grooms going into their contract with us, which was maybe written 24 months ago, 18 months ago, 15 months ago, not one time did they say, and what's going to happen if there's a global pandemic? Right. Nor did we say, well, if there's a global pandemic, this they is we're going to do happen. this. Yeah. However, our philosophies that were true 12 months ago about transparency and putting clients first and so on and so forth, that philosophy had a very po- a client-centric positive answer for how we were going to handle a pandemic. Absolutely. Right? And so yep. that's why you want to make sure that your philosophies align uh, and you're investing in in uh, vendors that are going to bring a lot of service and value and aren't just the cheapest. And, and to that point, I, I want to 
I, I wrote down the word pivot here because I think that's pivotal. See, to right? me, that looks like the word uh, pino. Pino? I mean, why not? All right. I Noir? Mean, I like wine. Yeah. Yeah. All right. But it says pivots. So, in my opinion, you can tell a lot about a company and what they stand for in the way that they pivot through times of, of you know, the, these trying strife. times. Strife. Strife? Yeah, yeah. sure. That's a, that's a good word. True. Um, and because a, a lot of times, and I don't have any specific examples off the top of my head. I don't only speak for EMG, but I know that there's two ways of responding to something like this. It's either you kind of like shrivel up and you're going to be kind of an a-hole and not put your clients first, mm-hmm. or you can pivot and figure out a way so that you can make as many people as you can happy. And that's the path that we chose. And I think that transparency and that authenticity comes uh, true in time of like this in a, in a pandemic. Yeah, and I know we're spending a lot of time on this one, but you know we've watched other vendors uh, in our industry um, sort of shrivel up, to your point. And when I say shrivel up, I don't mean like go out of business, but right. I mean like everyone started to like hoard what they already had. Yeah. Meaning I, I've got to protect these losses at all points. And at the end of the day, it is a business. However, um, think we what we did was we thought about it from the other side, right? And so yeah. the other side is... Yeah, okay, we're running a business and, and we have an event, uh, multiple events on one day, but that event to that person is quite possibly the most special day of their life. And this is a stressful, th- if we think this is a stressful time, it's got to be 10 times worse for the person yeah. on the other side. So uh, we'll just kind of wrap this by saying, look for vendors that are going to uh, align with your philosophy. And have your back. And have your back and treat you well, yeah. right? Okay, yep. number four, you have to keep the shortcomings in mind, right? I said this before, nothing is going to replace in person. The in person stuff. All right? yep. We know that. We we know that. You know that. Okay. But <clears throat> you can still look for the um, important things. How well has the vendor prepared for the meeting? Right. Yep. Mm-hmm. Uh, are they running in late? Are they are do they look like they uh, now remind me where you're getting married again and tell us about the stuff. How well prepared are they? Right. We've even kicked up um, our the the video and audio quality of how we do virtual meetings sure because have. we want those meetings to be. Uh, a true representation. We love one of the things that we love when people come to visit us in office, and the reason why we want people to come to visit us in office is the office really is a physical manifestation of of what we feel is like our attention to detail and the way that we yep. c- will care about even the way the equipment will look, you know, in photos on the day of your event in in pictures that you'll have forever, right? So, uh, same thing with virtual. How well prepped are they? Yeah, I think this gives you a great deal of insight again to um, what your what that vendor stands for. You know, if they're going to treat a virtual meeting to the same level to that level of detail, you can I, I would feel comfortable trusting that person to putting my special day in their hands. You know, with whatever they they need to do. So yeah, and this kind of leads right into the next one. Yeah, yeah I'm I'm big on this one. Um, th- these these are not new. Uh, so I. I this is what I wrote down. Evaluate responsive, responsiveness and reviews. So R&R, keep those two in mind. This time more than ever. Okay, reviews are always important. We know that, whether pandemic or not. Um, but I, I want to highlight the responsiveness portion of this because there's an important thing to know. Almost every wedding vendor nationwide is having downtime right now. Nobody's at weddings, right? Even if you are, it's in a very limited capacity. Mm-hmm. So, I take into account the volume of which we do. We do about six to 700 weddings a year, which that to you, that may be a lot, that may be a little. I don't know. To us, it's a, it's a pretty pretty decent volume. 
But even at that <laughs> to us, to us that equates to a whole lot of uh, that's a lot of work. <laughs> yeah, it's a lot of work and no sleep. <laughs> yeah. Well, I, I sleep. I have Jerry. Yeah, this guy, you're like narcoleptic. I told I told my wife that on my first day. I'm mildly narcoleptic. Anyway, I, I digress. Um, and she married me. Anyway. You can't put this. What's guy that say about? You can't. Yeah, you can't put this guy in front of a bowl of soup. He'll he'll just drown himself. Just it. That's it. But my point is, most wedding vendors have that downtime, right? So if they're not responsive now, What's, what are they going to yeah, be right, when right. when it comes to busy season again? So it, it's it's very telling, right? Exactly. Yeah. Um, okay. Last one. Uh, expand your reach. I love this one. All right, this one is actually very unique. So all these other ones were like, uh, here's kind of like a, uh, a runner-up prize, right? This one is unique to video chats. Expand your reach. Pre-pandemic, maybe you wouldn't have considered uh, vendors who are willing to travel to wherever your venue and your event is, but maybe you weren't willing to drive two hours or three hours to them. To go meet them in person. To go meet them in person. But now you can expand your reach, right? Exactly. Yeah, yeah you can you can compare more apples to apples, which is nice. You can you can cast a wider net. Right, if the world's best um, limo company, right? It, well, maybe that's bad because that specifically ties to... <laughs> to travel. To travel, yeah, but... Uh, well, entertainment. Yeah, entertainment. Because that's what we do. That's it. If the world's best entertainment company happens to be in Montclair, New Jersey, Jersey, um, and you're in upstate New York, and maybe pre-pandemic you wouldn't have traveled to Montclair, New Jersey. Well, now guess what? You just got to travel to your living room, baby. That's it, That's right it. from right from your couch. Exactly. I'm gonna round this last one out here, Mike. Okay, and it's uh, it's what I usually call the warm fuzzy. Anyway, I got to give you one right. Trust the gut. That's that's always like a, a a good piece of advice. You got to trust your gut. If you get a good feeling from meeting with a vendor, your philosophies align. If you feel that they're transparent, they're authentic, they have really good branding and good content, and all the the the, the stars are aligning for you, do it. Go do for it. it. Yeah, and don't wait. Don't be afraid to pull the trigger because exactly if you do your homework and you know if you ask the questions of what are your contingency plans. I think we're all coming out of this a lot smarter for what sure you know yeah. what happens if. I mean, by government law, we can't show up right that day and, and whatever. But mm-hmm. if, if you ask those questions and they check all of the boxes and you fall in love with a, a certain vendor, don't wait. Pull the trigger. Trust in them that they're going to have your back, uh, that you know, you're not going to commit a, a mortgage payment right, or, or something and yep. then you're not going to get it back. Because availability now, literally more than ever, is very, very uh, scarce it is right yeah, so it's becoming more limited we're yeah. doing okay we do 600 to 700 weddings a year let's call it 600 all right we do 600 weddings a year we are not doing pretty much any this year and most have moved into 2021 that means we're going to mm-hmm. be doing 1200 weddings next year ladies and gentlemen yeah do not wait book you fall in love you find that vendor swoop them up baby let's do it all right well, those are our tips for booking wedding vendors virtually. We hope this was uh, helpful, and we uh, we thank you once again for joining us on Planning Tips on the EMG Podcast. We love you. We love you. Thank you so much uh, for always tuning in, and uh, we'll uh, catch you next time. Bye. You can find us at elegantmusicgroup.com or on Instagram at elegantmusicgroup. <laughs>